This is Why, with your hosts, Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. Heather, thank you so much for joining us. This is going to be interesting. Uh, <laughs> so I was thinking instead of doing a traditional back and forth interview, we sort of start with this reading and we use that as a way to get into what you're doing, how you're doing it, all of that sort of thing. Okay, we can do that. So... Um, What's up with Heidi? If we shave her head, will we see the mark of the beast? What can you tell us? Well, yes and no, but <laughs> no. Um, so I went through, because you can do individual um, numerology charts just for one person, and then you can take two or more charts and kind of look at them and how they intertwine and, and all that and find out where there's synergy, find out where people might kind of trip each other up. So our show is just two separate circles on opposite ends of the paper, pretty much? It's, well, <laughs> no, yes, <laughs> opposite ends of the paper. So you guys, what's interesting is your charts are very intertwined, the two of you. So, yeah, very, very intertwined. So I can definitely, I don't know the history of how you guys started working together, but you can definitely see that there's... Uh, a reason that you're working together. It's right here in the chart. Um, and what's really cool is that you both have different um, gifts, and your gift number is your superpower. And but um, and they're both internal, so they're both the lower numbers. And um, Heidi, your gift is actually one of Luke's challenges, challenge numbers in the challenge position. And Luke, your gift number is one that Heidi has in a challenge area. So it's really cool because, yeah, because then you guys can kind of tune into yourselves. So let's talk about Heidi's challenges. <laughs> is there a lot? There's a lot, right? There are a lot. I freely admit there are a lot. <laughs> yeah. And they're the all, they're the same amount as um, Luke's. So ha. <laughs> no. agree to disagree. But... <laughs> Well, um, well, let's actually, okay, we'll start with um, Luke's superpower. That's in a position. Invisibility. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. And um, so you're, you're a gift four, um, and so am I. We were born the same year, so I'm a gift four right. as well. Um, sure. And so you're um, probably super heart-centered. Um, you can make balanced decisions pretty, pretty quickly. I would say, if you wanted to, I mean, really, really quick. Um, mm -hmm. You can see both sides of an issue without really judging either side. So just kind of from that witnessing perspective almost. Um, mm -hmm. And you're probably a pretty stable person. So if you think of like a foundation of a house or the base of a pyramid where it's really solid and stable, um, that's a, a strength of yours. And you have gut feelings about stuff, and they're usually pretty right. So I don't know how much you tap into intuition or how much you believe in, you know, going with your gut, et cetera. But you've definitely got that natural talent, and you're usually pretty right about your gut instinct on things. Okay. So any sort of um, stomach stapling, lap bands type surgery I shouldn't do, I should not small in my gut. I should keep that the size it is right now. Is that yes. what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yes, but your intuition (laughs) actually doesn't have to be in your belly. So, you know, it's more heart centered. So you're kind of up here. So I think as long as you don't have any um, band surgery on your heart, it should be okay. Okay. Not the tin man after all. Yeah. (laughs) How, How does, how'd you get into this? How did you figure out what's wrong with me? Well, I figured out what's wrong with you and all the rest of us. Um, well, I'm, I mean, I'm a high school teacher, so obviously it's a, a natural kind of transition into numerology, right? It makes mm-hmm. complete sense to me. Yeah, well, I've loved numbers a lot for um, probably ever, numbers and words. So I was an accountant before I went back to school to be a high school teacher. I teach uh, computer science and business classes like accounting. And then, um, I, so I loved numbers, loved words always. So it was kind of a natural to sort of go into this realm. Once I started a few years ago, I just wanted to change kind of the, the way I perceive things. Um, just noticing myself getting stuck in patterns that of behaviors or thoughts that I just didn't really want to deal with anymore. I just wanted to kind of put some more consciousness into just the way I was as a human being. So I went through some training and it helped me so much with my thoughts, my patterns, my beliefs, my decisions, my actions, you know, the whole gamut. It just helped me to be such a a much more conscious person that I then decided to get certified to do the same thing for other people. And so part of that kind of consciousness creator type thing, type coaching, numerology is one of the pieces of that that you can really utilize in order to help people kind of step into their true gifts, work on their challenges, reconnect kind of on that soul level a lot more. So it just helps you to understand things from um, a really natural numbers perspective. And I love it. So you said I am a four and you are a four. That is out of what? And who makes that designation that this is what four means and this is, is it four out of four? It's four out of four, right? It's um, four out of 11. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. But it's not, a, it's not a fraction. It's not a percentage. Um, it's you, everybody has 10 energy bodies that kind of come, like they kind of come outward from one being in the very center, and then it goes out, you know, to externally, ending Mm -hmm. with 10. And so each number is each energy body, and each number carries with it a specific energy. So depending, when you do the math on what numbers are in different positions in your chart, that is kind of where the energy of the numbers and how they play into the position that they're in in your chart. So your superpower being a four means that you're a gift four, and that's just how the numbers worked out based on your date of birth. Okay. So let's go figure out what's wrong with Heidi. Okay. Yeah, I thought you, like, totally hightailed the whole, like, took over the whole thing, and we weren't even going to get to talk about me. Oh, no, oh, no we're getting back. Don't, please. We're circling this back. This show is nothing if not getting back to talking about you. It's true. <laughs> so what's... What's really cool is that since Luke's kind of superpower is something that's in more of a challenge area for Heidi, it's Luke is kind of kind of can be used as someone to look to to kind of strengthen that number. And it's you know, that's done on 
a, a subconscious level. It's not like you're sitting there, you know, taking notes and, and those kind of things. It's just, it's just very subtle. Um, no, I'm holding this joint together. Let's just. Oh no, you are. Right. But yeah. in fairness, <laughs> I do glue. admit that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I never deny that. That's your that's your superpower. <laughs> I can acknowledge that you're holding yes. the ship together. Thanks. Um, okay, so Heidi's superpower, her gift number is a three. And Luke, that's one of your challenge numbers. So um, in this aspect, Heidi's kind of gift is something that you can kind of look to to model in order to build up or strengthen your challenge area. So threes, um, strong threes tend to find humor in everything, in every situation. Um, Typically, so I would say Heidi sees the best in people, even when that's really challenging to do. Um, <laughs> you have fire in your belly that kind of fuels um, your creativity. Threes are strong. Threes are normally very, very creative, very passionate. Um, and the more you step in your superpower, then and, and same thing goes with Luke. Then the more that the other one can kind of rise above the challenge. So, um, and so artist, are you really artistic? Heidi, I'm a great appreciator of art, but I'm a I'm a I'm a theatrical. Okay, yeah, creative yeah, type. You're, yeah, you're a theatrical. <laughs> yeah, so that's yes. definitely definitely strength of yours, um, and so that's kind of where we're at with where you guys sort of can help each other, where you're kind of opposites. But you also have a couple positions in your chart that you have the same number in the same position. So what's really interesting about that, I mean, it's so intertwined. It's crazy how many of your numbers, like the lines, I had to start making little squares and triangles and circles <laughs> and like squigglies to kind of make all the connections, which is super cool. Or- yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> squiggly. The cat was all over it. <laughs> oh yes, it really means. I mean, it, it's it, it means that you guys are just meant to be, you know, having this co-hosting relationship for sure. Do you hear that, iTunes? We're stuck. <laughs> now, Heidi's heartburn. How does that <laughs> I don't affect have the show and help it? Oh, I have fire. passion. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, heart fire. Is that that's shorthand for passion? Mm-hmm. She said passion. Yeah, we got that. Okay. <laughs> if it's getting where it can cause burnout, then that becomes a bit problematic. I don't know if that would show up as heartburn for you okay. per se, but you know, a lot of us, that's kind of, we all had get that fire in our belly and it kind of fuels us to like, let's go, let's do this. Let's go. It's kind of our power center, but people with challenge threes can sometimes get like, they're so fueled up that that kind of causes some burnout. Okay. So, yeah, maybe heartburn kind of does kind of align with that. Yeah. All right. So threes and fours. Threes and fours. And then where are these alignments? Where do these things cross? They, so the, well, that's, so the inner stuff, that's the three mm-hmm. and four. You right. guys have a nine and a 10 in the same areas. And they're also in, well, one's a challenge, a second challenge number. And the other one's your path number, you guys. Actually, all three of us have the same path number, path nines. It just so happens that's how the math worked out. Um, so where are we headed with a nine? So 
where you're headed is that sometimes if if the 10 starts taking over, 10 is divine masculine, 9 is divine feminine. But since the masculine is in kind of a challenge area, um, if you start noticing that you guys start bringing out more of like the hustle in each other, like, okay, go, 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 hustle, 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 um, focused on kind of the end game, then you can sort of take a step back, take a breath, kind of... in. Go a little more internal, realize that you can be enjoying. So the nine, the divine feminine, is more of like ease, grace, flow, enjoying the process, enjoying the journey. Um, <clears throat> so and to keep you from getting too attached to the end game. And since both of your gifts, your superpowers are the lower numbers, the more internal ones, then you can always, always, always go back to... Um, going inward and bringing even more self-expression to your work. So as both of you do that individually, it's going to be a big part of, and already is obviously from your previous um, podcast shows, it's going to be a big part of your appeal as co-hosts to your audience because you're, it's just a beautiful pairing and the superpowers being really internal when you continue to express that in your work. It just will attract the peoples just naturally. So if we're, I've been told, by the way, that I have nine hands. Um, so if we are working and pushing hard as the like, nines. Yes, Heidi? Like a horse? Like, what do you mean nine No, hands? very feminine hands. Oh, oh nine isn't uh, feminine oh, hands. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, we both missed we that. We both, so. yeah. No, no, just very feminine, small hands. Okay. Um, <laughs> smells like cabbage. Now, if we are pushing and hustling, do yeah, we, we go don't, up to a 10? That's not indicative of a 9. <laughs> if we, we are like pushing damage. and hustling, do we go up to no. a 9? Or, or I'm sorry, do we go up to a 10 or do we stay at the 9? You, If you're in hustle mode too much, it means you're playing out your karma. So the 10 for both of you is in the karma position in your chart. So there's the soul position is um, where you guys have the 3 and the 4. That's uh, one of the challenge numbers. The karma position is also a challenge, and that's where both of you have the tenet, the divine masculine. So if you're in your karma and kind of playing it out, that's when you may notice that you're kind of in more of a hustle mode or you're too focused on, like, got to get this done. This is the end game. So then it's just kind of taking deep breath because, you know, breath work is always great for everybody. Take a deep Mm -hmm. breath kind of pause and say, okay, enjoying the journey as well as, you know, focusing on the end game. So kind of having a little more of the balance between the masculine and the feminine and making the masculine a little more divine um, will definitely, definitely help. So just something to look out for, especially since it's a challenge for both of you. I feel like that makes sense because I feel like every time we get too crazy about we've got I mean we want to make it work we want and we need to make it work when we want to but the, every time we get too much on that path we do kind of lose a, we never lose the fun of it we always keep it but it does sometimes if we just say well let's see what happens and good things sometimes come to us that's totally something a three would say I know yeah. <laughs> well you <laughs> I mean you have spiritual barcodes so you would actually really you're you're all of your numbers together are your spiritual barcode. So Heidi would be 410, 439. 
And Luke would be 310-549. So, and you know, so if you want to, like, get that you... printed on a T-shirt, my spiritual barcode is. Yes. Okay. All right. I like it. So how do we use some of these numbers going forward? Or how do you do it? How do you encourage your uh, – do you call them clients? Do you call them? I don't know what the correct kind of term of that that relationship. And how often do these numbers change too? Never, because it's they based never. on your date of birth. So your whole okay. life, that's your it's kind of spiritual barcode that you carry with you. So normally, when I do a report, I calculate the numbers and then I explain to them what each of the positions means: the five positions, soul, karma, destiny, gift, and path. And then um, I give kind of an energetic prescription of ways that they can step further into their gift and then ways that they can strengthen their challenges and kind of work through some of that to get more soul connected. So the real goal, I think, for all of us especially is to just feel more connected with who we really are as individuals, as human beings, you know, on that real soul basic level. And it's just a way to unlock that kind of connection and where it's just in black and white and you don't have to kind of guess at it. It's really helpful too to find for people to find their their purpose and their passion in life. Sometimes just hearing what your gift number is or what your superpower is enables you then to think like, you know what? Um yeah, actually I am pretty good at that. Let me you know, it just kind of gives them permission to step further into it. Um which is really, really cool. I wanna I wanna try to incorporate that even with the the kiddos somehow you know letting them without doing numerology but just letting them and allowing them to know what their kind of superpower is or just kind of hinting at us certain things in just general conversation and then seeing where that leads them and how that allows them to kind of step into something that naturally they just do effortlessly and kind of makes for a more fulfilling um life that's awesome. Hmm. Did we touch on de- destiny on our destiny number? I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. Nope, not yet. But we, I mean, we can. <laughs> oh, I'm worried now. No, <laughs> Destiny is good. It's, the, it's one of your strengths. So you have the two challenges, the soul and the karma. And then you have the destiny and the gift, and then you have the path. So path is kind of one of those that's sometimes a challenge, sometimes a strength. It's, it's that thing you kind of walk through life with. Um, and, but the destiny is your second um, strength number. And it's something you've kind of, if you believe in past lives, it would be something that you achieved uh, very well in a past life. And so you just get to rely on it completely in this one. So um, it's something you can tap into at any point in time in order to create success in your life. So actually, um, 
Heidi, you're, even though you're a soul four, which is a challenge, you're also a destiny four. So, and then he, Luke, you're a gift four. So it's like, it's even more intertwined than I kind of even explained at the beginning. But since you have the soul and the destiny, you're kind of, what that means, the same number, you're destined to kind of heal that relationship with your soul self. Not that you just have this horrible relationship with your soul self. That's not what it means. What it means is you'll be able to, because you have that destiny for and that soul for, you'll use your destiny and move towards it and in the process kind of reconnect more and more with like that most inner soul part of yourself. And then, um, Luke, you're a Destiny 5. So you and I actually have our Destiny gift and path numbers are all the same, 5, 4, 9. Okay. So you're a, a Destiny 5, which means that you're probably really destined to um, be a good, really good teacher, really good mentor, coach, um, explain things really well, eloquent speaker. So, you know. Yeah. I don't know how that explains the show, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, destiny or uh, strength fives are usually really, really good speakers. Um, and they're really good at not only communication from that point of view, but also from the point of view where you can teach, you can explain um, to somebody else, or you can coach, mentor, those kind of things. Um, mm -hmm. That's kind of, yeah, your destiny. So you've obviously already kind of stepped into that destiny because you're doing, you know, you're doing this. Um, so, yeah, that's. I'm trying to teach Heidi how to. Exactly. Act. How to behave. How to behave. How to behave. Yeah. How to yeah. behave. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not... So how does this all, <laughs> when you're out and interacting with people and you haven't looked at their, their numbers yet, <clears throat> is it. Given the amount of time that you've been doing this, is it where you're just like, oh, this is person's a total five, and this is why we are not jiving, or this is why we are working well together for you personally? Have you seen that? Can you read that on people pretty quickly? And then when you ask them later, when's your birthday, that all kind of matches up? A, uh, a little bit sometimes. So I... Mm -hmm. I assume that a lot of teachers, because, you know, I'm a high school teacher. I'm pointing that way like that explains everything. I'm a high school teacher. Yeah. That works. So I assume that a lot of teachers that I work with have a five in a strength area in their chart because uh, they're teachers. How long has this idea of the numerology been around? Where is this? Where are the origins from this? Is this something that's, it seems like a very Egyptian, ancient type Thing. Is that true? Yes. There are different versions of numerology. This, The numerology that I practice is based on tantric numerology, and that's based on the ancient Same. gurus oh. in India mm -hmm. way back, yeah, historically. So there were 10 gurus, hence the 10 different energy bodies and the 10 numbers. And so each guru represented a specific energy, and then that energy is carried with a number and that's where we got to okay. where we're at. How did you determine that that was the practice you wanted to follow as opposed to other versions of it? 
Um, once I started learning about the consciousness creator coaching, like the backside of it, so I went through the program on the front end as a client, and then once I lear started learning about all the nuances and the ins and outs of the different steps that are kind of involved in the consciousness training, there were different divination type tools that you could use, astrology, numerology, I think palmistry was one of them. So since I'm such a numbers geek, uh, the numbers one just really jumped out at me. And then doing the studying, taking the notes, doing charts, doing more charts, uh, reading more about the energy bodies. And then, you know, because each one of those is numbered and how that connects with numerology, it just all aligned really, really nicely for me. And it just is how my brain works. So my brain is very, works in numbers a lot, numbers and words. So it just made sense. And now you, um, you know, taking our numbers and going through them and kind of figuring out here are your strengths and here are your weaknesses. Can that be used to look forward or is this solely just a, sort of personal uh, diagnosis tool that then helps you be that much more informed going forward in your life? Or can you sort of read the stars in this form? You can, well, with the energetic prescription, that can be used and used and used and used for the rest of your life. The, how much you step into each, so how much you step into your gift, how much you work towards your destiny, how much you pay off your karmic debt, so to speak, um, how much you heal your relationship with your soul self and kind of some of those core beliefs. That's all based on the, just the energetic prescription and working with the knowledge that you have to then strengthen, 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 pay off debt, pay off debt to, till you get to a point where you're still going to be on your path. You still have the energy of these numbers, but when you reach that real kind of inner happiness to the, which is, that's why we named the high school club what we did. Mm -hmm. Not that we're doing it based on numerology, but kind of it all comes together. So inner happiness and just being really content with who you are and showing up completely authentically as yourself, being really conscious, um, the numbers really, really help with that because I can sometimes, if I find myself being really judgmental or you know something where it's, I, I can stop and be like, ooh, okay. So it kind of makes you kind of pause and look at things from a much more conscious perspective and then sort of come with a different attitude towards things. And so I've noticed it really, really helps me on a daily basis with just reminding me that I am much more conscious than I used to be. And I have these strengths and I'm just gonna choose to step into them. And it's helped me to not have, you know, step into my regrets like I used to, fall into patterns, you know, like we tend to do, um, have bad days. Like that all just starts kind of, melting away obviously you still have struggles and life happens and those kind of things but it's so much so much easier to get to that much more conscious state of being just overall and so it's been it's been life-changing for me it's a game changer as far as I'm concerned I love it so the numbers don't change it's how you address the numbers is the thing that is important in this yeah. And is so, there a particular, as you're searching for inner happiness, is there a particular one 
that you should focus on first? Because they all seem equally important. Yeah, they are, because you have five different positions and where the numbers sit, it's sort of like you, they're not really standalones. You kind of have to look at it as a big, a bigger picture. But definitely the superpower, since it's just something natural, you can kind of just step into that and let that be kind of your guiding light. Um, and then just knowing the trip ups with your challenges, your challenge numbers, it can kind of say like, whoa, okay wait a minute, I'm, I'm playing out my karma, like I'm, I'm getting too focused on this or I'm doing, I'm being a little too much this, let me rein it in, do breath work, um, rely on my gift numbers a little bit more or my destiny number, kind of step into that. So it just, it, it's how they all play out, all five of the numbers. Um, but I would say definitely the gift one is a nice one to just be like, yeah, this is me. And I'm a rock star, you know, so it's kind of gives you that little. I got that one down. No, no, <laughs> no doubt. I use my, um, even in my pricing of things, I'll use my gift number, my destiny number, and my path number in like prices and stuff. You know, just, it's just kind of a fun thing to do. And I'm 45 this year, so that's kind of nice because it's my destiny and my gift number. So I'm like, let's do this. So. For people, for listeners who want to do this, does this normally happen just by them sending you their information? Do you meet with them in person? How, how does that usually work? Normally, I do the chart with the um, energetic prescription. And then if, and kind of usually give a little blurb, like maybe a, a few minute little verbal kind of note just, hey, this is what this means, this is what this means, kind of a little extra other than the write-up. So the write-up is like a PDF, you know, five, six, seven pages, and then a little blah, blah, blah. Um, and then sometimes people choose to have a half hour, an hour session afterwards where we just really deep dive and just go, you know, just dig into each one. And we that would be a phone call, a Zoom call. I've done it on a walk like around the block before, you know, with neighbors and stuff. That's what we're going to do with Bob Seeger. Yeah, we can. Oh, what we can do is say, hey, hey, Bob, hey, Mr. Seeger. Um, right. I, we would like to read your numerology chart. See. Care to have a chat about it on a walk? I like yeah, it. We were, we I were think this is a good plan. And right. you're like a rock. Like mm -hmm. a rock is what number? That's a one, right? <laughs> That's probably a one. Yeah. Yeah, or depending on the shape of the rock, because if it's a square one, mm. that's that solid. Ooh, solid. Mm. Oh no, that's somebody okay. else. Oh yeah, I went to solid as a rock too, but yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> Heather is offering a really cool fifty percent off discount to all of our listeners if you book with her using the code Y. You can sign up and learn more at her website, heathershram.com. You can follow us on all the various socials. Our website is whythepodcast.com and has all sorts of additional stories and videos. It's also where you can sign up for our newsletter. We're also on YouTube if you're into that kind of thing. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes, because if you don't, we'll call your mother and tell her that she's completely right. You would look so much prettier if you smiled more. Why the Podcast is part of Mudhouse Media. Today's show was produced by myself and Heidi Hegquist. Our reluctant executive producers are John Sove and Sandy Stone. 
Our willing executive producers are Rachel Allen and Randy Chenette. Our graphic designer is Samantha Mustonen. The theme song was performed by the Electrosynth Magnetic Polyphonic Orchestra. This one's for Philippe. Thanks for joining us. Flash, we're coming home. Nigel, is that you? Are you here, Nigel?